Hi everyone, welcome back to Sleepy Stories. You just press stop and then Rose like... Yeah, I pushed the wrong button, didn't I? (sighs) So, I'm mad and I'm quite tired. The giggle box is Lydia. And we are returning now to chapters 3 and 4 tonight of Antoine de saint Exuperes, the Little Prince. Um, can I just say the Little Prince yes. for you? Oh. I'm gonna be a little quiet. If you want to talk, if you want to be heard, then you should speak up, Liz. Okay. So you wanted to read the title. The Little Prince. That was quite audible. Okay. <laughs> so last time, last time we discovered that our narrator, who has no name, had crashed his plane in the desert and only had eight days' worth of water with him. Drinking water. Drinking water, yes. He wasn't going to spend a lot of it taking baths. And was trying to repair his plane. Was trying to repair his plane a thousand miles from anywhere lost in the desert with his life in dire danger. When he woke up first thing the first morning, and there was a young boy there who asked him to draw a sheep. So, that, of course, was The Little Prince. Chapter 3 It took me a long time to understand where he came from. The Little Prince, who asked me so many questions never seemed to hear the ones I asked him. It was things he said quite at random that, bit by bit, explained everything. For instance, when he first caught sight of my airplane, I won't draw my airplane, that would be much too complicated for me, he asked. What's that thing over there? It's not a thing, it flies. It's an airplane. My airplane. And I was proud to tell him I could fly. Then he exclaimed, What? You fell out of the sky? Yes, I said modestly. Oh, that's funny. And the little prince broke into a lovely peal of laughter, (laughs) which annoyed me a great deal. (laughs) I like my misfortunes to be taken seriously. Then he added, So you fell out of the sky, too! What planet are you from? You're going a little creepy, Mickey Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, dial it back a little bit. What planet are you from? That's better. Thank you. (laughs) No, I need a correcting. Thank you. You're my director for tonight, for my voice acting. But he made no answer. He shook his head a little, still staring at my airplane. Wait, what planet are you from? That was when I had the first clue to the mystery of his presence, and I questioned him sharply. Do you come from another planet? But he made no answer. He shook his head a little, still staring at my airplane. Of course, that couldn't have brought you from very far. And he fell into a reverie that lasted a long while. What's a reverie? Hmm, kind of daydreaming. Yeah, just like that. Then, taking my sheep out of his pocket, he plunged into contemplation of his treasure. And we have a picture of the little prince in different clothes on a very small planet. 
can we describe his clothes? So he's yeah. in a green shirt with buttons and a, and a little red bow tie. And, of course, he's blonde. Mm-hmm. And he has green pants with a little red belt and black shirts. Yep. Kind of bell-bottom pants, I would say. Kind of. Uh, anyway, and um, and he has a little volcano on his planet. Yeah, it seems has, very lonely. It's just floating act- there in space. He has two active volcanoes, which you'll know soon. Yes. But we can see one very well here, shooting up steam. You can imagine how intrigued I was by this hint about other planets. I tried to learn more. Where do you come from, little fellow? Where is this where I live of yours? Where will you be taking my sheep? After a thoughtful silence, he answered, The good thing about the crate you've given me is that he can use it for a house after dark. Hug. After a thoughtful silence, he answered, Of course. And if you're good... I'll give you a rope to tie him up during the day, and a stake to tie him to. This proposition seemed to shock the little prince. Tie him up? What a funny idea! But if you don't tie him up, he'll wander off somewhere and get lost. Sorry, I got tickled because of the creepy Mickey Mouse. But But if you don't tie him up, he'll wander off somewhere and get lost. My friend burst out laughing again. Where could he go? Anywhere, straight ahead. Then the little prince remarked quite seriously, Even if he did, everything's so small where I live. <laughs> he went a little creepy, making me Oh, sad. man. Even if he did, everything's so small where I live. <laughs> Better? Way too much. Way too m- much what? I'll never finish this creepy chapter. Even if he did, everything's so small where I live. (laughs) And he added, perhaps a little sadly, Straight ahead, you can't go very far. Chapter 4 That was how I learned a second very important thing, which was that the planet he came from was hardly bigger than a house. That couldn't surprise me much. I knew very well that except for the huge planets like Earth, Jupiter, Mars, and Venus, which have been given names, there are hundreds of others that are sometimes so small that it's very difficult to see them through a telescope. When an astronomer discovers one of them, he gives it a number instead of a name. For instance, he would call it Asteroid 325. I have serious reasons to believe that the planet the little prince came from is Asteroid B612. Sorry for my stomach growl. I didn't hear that. (laughs) It growled. (laughs) Mine too. This asteroid had been sighted only once by telescope, in 1909, by a Turkish astronomer, who had then made a formal demonstration of his discovery at an International Astronomical Congress. But no one had believed him on account of the way he was dressed. Yeah, because he has a... Big hat with a wiggling thing. It's called a fez. A fez and is some gray hair sticking out and mm-hmm. a kind of just it kind of looks trashy. He has robes with um with a sash, a red sash around it, and admittedly his face is very red, so it does red and white, so it does make him look a bit like a clown. Yeah. But did it change what he was saying? No. Grown-ups are like that. 
And I do love this picture of him looking through his telescope at the stars. Yeah, and there's a little yellow thing. I think that's, um... The little thing that... It's his tassel. The tassel on his fez. He has a very long tassel. Fortunately for the reputation of asteroid B612, a Turkish dictator ordered his people on pain of death to wear European clothes. That's true. The astronomer repeated his demonstration in 1920 wearing a very elegant suit. And there's the picture of him in the suit, right? And this time everyone believed him. If I've told you these details about asteroid B612, and if I've given you its number, it is on account of the grown-ups. Grown-ups like numbers. When you tell them about a new friend, they never ask questions about what really matters. They never ask, what does his voice sound like? What games does he like best? Does he collect butterflies? They ask, how old is he? How many brothers does he have? How much does he weigh? How much money does his father make? Only then do they think they know him. If you tell grown-ups, I saw a beautiful red brick house with geraniums at the windows and doves on the roof, they won't be able to imagine such a house. You have to tell them, I saw a house worth a hundred thousand francs. Then they exclaim, what a pretty house. So if you tell them, the proof of the little prince's existence is that he was delightful and he laughed and that he wanted a sheep. When someone wants a sheep, that proves he exists. They shrug their shoulders and treat you like a child. But if you tell them, the planet he came from is asteroid B612. Then they'll be convinced and they won't bother you with their questions. That's the way they are. You must not hold it against them. Children should be very understanding of grown-ups. We do need a lot of understanding. Daddy? Yeah? I want to go to bed. <laughs> well, you also wanted to read another cha couple chapters, honey. We're almost done here, though. It's just, it's only funny to me because you were the one who was like, let's keep going. But you're very tired. Why don't you climb in bed? It's a good idea, huh? Bye. I will tuck you in. But of course, those of us who understand life couldn't care less about numbers. I should have liked to begin this story like a fairy tale. I should have liked to say, once upon a time, there was a little prince who lived on a planet hardly any bigger than he was and who needed a friend. For those who understand life, that would sound much truer. The fact is, I don't want my book to be taken lightly. Telling these memories is so painful for me. It's already been six years since my friend went away, taking his sheep with him. If I try to describe him here, it's so I won't forget him. It's sad to forget a friend. Not everyone has had a friend and I might become like the grown-ups who are no longer interested in anything but numbers. Which is still another reason why I've bought a box of paints and some pencils. It's hard to go back to drawing at my age, when you've never made any attempts since the one of the boa from in inside and the one of a boa from outside at the age of six. I'll certainly try to make my portraits as true to life as possible, but I'm not entirely sure of succeeding. One drawing works, and the next no longer bears any resemblance. And I'm a little off on his height, too. In this one, the little prince is too tall. 
and here he's too short, and I'm uncertain about the color of his suit, so I grope in one direction and another as best I can. In the end, I'm sure to get certain more important details all wrong, but here you'll have to forgive me. My friend never explained anything. Perhaps he thought I was like himself, but I, unfortunately, cannot see a sheep through the sides of a crate. I may be a little like the grown-ups. I must have grown old. That's sad. It is. Yeah. It's sad. I think he feels sad when he's telling that part of the story. There's a lot of regret there. And I think he misses the little prince. Is the little prince real? Hmm. He's real in the story. Is he real in real life? Well, I've never met him. I've never heard about anyone meeting him. I think he is just a story, but I'm just a grown-up, so I wouldn't trust me on this one necessarily. Something like that, yeah. All right, everyone. Chapters 3 and 4 of The Little Prince. I can't wait for already. I'm glad you're looking forward to it, honey. But right now, let's go to sleep. Yeah, there's cheese. <laughs> and have pleasant dreams. <laughs> <laughs>